Welcome to Daily Talks, where I am your host, Daily Lee Randolph. Let's go ahead and verbally thank God for the breath in our bodies today. Let's just thank him. Ask for nothing. Let's just say thank you. If you're driving, pull over and pause the audio. If you're walking, stop walking. Let's just say thank you, God, for the breath in my body today. Go ahead, pause the audio. All right, so last week, I didn't post a podcast in honor of my friend who unfortunately lost his battle to suicide. And this week, in honor of my friend, I want to host a, a hard conversation on my podcast about mental health, suicide prevention, and suicide awareness. Now, this is a difficult topic, yet an essential topic, and it's a hard conversation that we should be having on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, to help facilitate this conversation, I have with me a young man who is willing to have this conversation. In the time that I've known him, he has never shied away from deep and heartfelt, hard conversations. So, Jay, at this time, I would want you to introduce yourself, man. Let the people know who you are. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Jamelvin Williams, and I'm the current president of Black Men in Medicine Incorporated here at Florida State University. I'm a rising senior, major in family and child sciences and psychology on a pre-med track. Um, current owner of ABL OTW, which is my clothing line I'm dropping this fall and winter. I look forward to having this deep discussion with you. Now, man, we're going to go ahead and start this conversation. So the first thing I want to ask, has there ever been a time where you have contemplated suicide? How did you get through it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one right here, I've contemplated suicide a couple of times throughout my life, honestly. But the one that I remember the most was when I was younger. Um, my grandmother was just diagnosed with multiple myeloma bone cancer. I was only like eight and I was growing up and life was just hitting me hard back and forth. And I was just feeling that life hated me for some sense. And I had like a whole bottle of pills I poured in my hand, but I didn't follow through with it because I looked at my grandmother as I continued to grow. And once I hit like 10, 11, right before she had passed away, I seen that she was still giving her all and going to church, having faith in God, despite the pain she was in. And it inspired me that, why should I commit suicide when she is still here on this earth providing for me and my yeah. mother? So would you say like her strength like brought you through? Like her strength gave you strength to, to overcome what you were going through? Yes, yeah, her strength and just her faith in God, honestly, because Going back to the source, honestly, is what is still keeping me here that now that she's gone. Man, I love that. You said going back to the source, um, going back to the foundation of what you were brought up on, and I'm assuming that's God. Yes. And you're a Christian, right? Yes. I'm a Christian too. So just going back to, to God and just going back to the basics and just believing that there's more for us in life than what we're currently going through. And that God has a plan for us and it doesn't stop here, it doesn't end here. So that's going back to the semicolon. Like, yeah, yeah that it may be a point to where you want to stop, but hey, your life continues on from here. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, man. So, you know, we both black men, and this is a this is a heavy topic, you know. It's a heavy topic in every community, but especially for us, because hey, we live in our skin and our skin is black. Yeah. And this is a topic that we don't talk about. Never. We don't talk about when you bring it up. It's like, oh, suicide, boy. Mm -hmm. You you better go on somewhere with that. Got you know, what I'm fighting them demons. Yeah, fighting demons. Like it's it's a joke. It's a joke to everybody, or it's a taboo. It's not taken seriously yet. 
um, we as black men have some of the the highest rates of suicide. Yes, very ironic that you say that. Like, it really is a taboo, like in our community, because among black populations, suicide rates peak during adolescence and young adulthood, and that's very that's very crazy because it declines, but is a different pattern seen in the overall perspective of the United States, where you will see suicide rates peaking in midlife. And to go back into just how black men don't get to literally live out their lives and experience life because lives tend to be so hard during their childhood and young adolescence that they just want to take it take it themselves. So I feel like you just need to just restructure the way our children are being raised so that we don't go through these problems definitely and that goes back to having these conversations so not just in our own communities as black men like we know what's important there but in every community yes. white community hispanic community asian community um everybody's communities need to be bringing up their children having these conversations like hey life is going to get hard you're going to feel like you know maybe the world is better without me but hey the world needs you you know what i'm saying these are the conversations that we need to be having so what would you say to somebody right now who is feeling like the world is better off without them? I'll tell them that it don't stop until you give in. So you got to just give in to control. Don't control your emotions. Just feel them. Because after feeling your emotions, you will realize that everything is temporary. And nothing lasts forever. So the pain right now won't still be there months, maybe years, if you continue to, you know, be resilient to it. Because during my pain, I felt it like ended my life. But now I'm here at Florida State having conversations with like-minded individuals who feel my pain. So I feel like if you continue to just feel your own pain, and not try to control your emotions, you will reach this point in your life as well where you could talk about it and share your legacy and you wouldn't have to be another shared sad story. You could have a semicolon as well. Definitely, man. Definitely. Wow. Wow. That's that's powerful. So it gets greater later. Yes. The pain you're feeling now does not amount to the joy that's coming your way. Man, man. So that reminds me, like, I remember a lot of a lot of times in my life, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say that, you know, I contemplated suicide, but in a way, I guess I've ha- I have. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's times I felt like the world is better off without me. And here I am, 10, 11, 13 years old, have not even lived a full life, thinking that, you know, just because I'm going through this. That means, you know, the world is better off without me. Whole time, my life is literally at its beginning. And here I am again, 18 years old at Florida State University, majoring in business finance, having conversations with like-minded individuals, starting businesses, starting podcasts. So I just always go back and I think, what if I would have ended it when I was 13, 12, 11? What if I would have ended it? That's now that's that's a heavy that's a heavy draw right there. That's a heavy draw. Yeah. 
I would have missed out on so much. My mom, my family would have missed out on so much because life for me hasn't even started yet. Here I am 18 and life still hasn't started. I'm at the beginning stages and it gets greater later. So Jay, man, I appreciate you, man, for coming on here, having this hard conversation, my guy. Is there anything else that you would want everybody to know? Um, honestly, I just want everybody to just connect back with God. Despite your religion, just connect back with God because God is going to be God. And connecting back to the source will bring you so much. Manifest, well, sorry, faith and manifestation is the two key things in life. And go back to the source. Thank you for having me. Man, Jay, I appreciate you, man. You have a, you have a great one, man. You have a great one. You well. Thank you for tuning in to Daily Talks. And I'll be back again with a mental health professional. Welcome back to Daily Talks, where I am your host, Daily Lee Randolph. Today I have with me a mental health professional. I'm going to have him go ahead and introduce himself. Uh, good morning, everyone. You know, I'm happy to be on today. Uh, my name is Pernell Bush. I am a uh, psychotherapist or, by the way, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I am the managing partner of Key Counseling Solutions. Key is an acronym for Knowledge Empowers You Counseling Solutions, where we provide individual, group, and couples counseling. And I'm also the president and CEO of No Limit Health and Education. And No Limit Health and Education, our whole mission is to promote mental health wellness through services, programs, advocacy, and outreach. And I'm just happy to be here with you all today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Um, as a mental health professional, what are the common trends um, amongst people who have had suicidal thoughts or have attempted suicide? Uh, definitely. I will say it's uh, common trends, but, you know, it may look different for each and everybody, each and every person. But, you know, uh, for those who have have suicide ideations, you know, pretty much you have those negative uh, cognition, those thoughts uh, of probably saying I'm not worthy of being here. I don't want to be here anymore. You know, nobody likes me. You know, so your everybody's thoughts can be a lot different. Uh, but it's just these real self-defeating thoughts where you have these suicide ideations and, and that you're thinking, now nah, it may be better if I'm no longer here. Uh, so uh, the biggest thing that we want to do is help uh, reframe those thoughts. And there's a, a few different interventions that are best, best practices to utilize that for mental health professionals to help control those negative thoughts. Got you, got you. Also, if I'm having those suicidal thoughts, what can I do to get help and what resources are available? Yeah, so if you're having those suicidal thoughts, you know, for immediate help, I tell everybody, you know, definitely uh, call uh, either 911 or your suicide prevention hotline. Uh, so you can have that immediate assistance right then and there. Um, also, other things you can do, if you have a, a support system around you, uh, that'll be awesome. You know, you have individuals that you like we create a what we call a safety plan with some of our clients or a crisis response plan. So it's like level one, I'm having those thoughts. You may have a, a few different phone numbers or individuals listed that you can reach out to. Um, then I'll say if those things do not work and you feel like it's still, it's going to be very hard for you to manage, uh, call 911 or your non-emergency response to, you know, possibly uh, consider Baker, being Baker active. But if you think you can manage until you're able to see a mental health professional, I will always tell people, find mental health professionals that uh, can utilize one of the three um, modalities, uh, such as dialect dialectical behavior therapy or DBT or um, cognitive therapy for suicide prevention or brief CBT, uh, brief cognitive behavior therapy, because all of those uh, modalities are utilized to help reframe the thought or help change the thought and manage them better. Okay, I appreciate that. Are there any signs that we should look for in someone else? And if they display signs, then what do you recommend we do? 
Definitely, definitely. It could be uh, several different signs. Uh, it depends on if you if think it's immediate, like someone right now said, hey, you know what? I'm thinking I'm about to go kill myself at this very moment. Um, to me, that's a very direct type of uh, term or uh, terminology you're utilizing. So in that moment, you may want to, you know, possibly consider, uh, am I able to, you know, reach out to the suicide prevention hotline with this friend or should I consider a Baker Act? And I tell people these are going to be very subjective about when to utilize one of these modalities. Um, signs that you may see is someone who's possibly always trying to alter their chemical uh, balance within their body, such as utilizing alcohol and or other drugs to just always try to change, uh, change the way that they feel, right? We're trying to numb. Or someone that's always isolated, you know, at this individual, maybe once was always out and about, out and about, maybe involved, or even they're not out and about individual, you can see there's a very, very uh, extreme change to their social interaction. Uh, uh, individual who may be practicing poor uh, sleeping hygiene, you know, or sleeping hygiene is meaning that they, their sleeping pattern is off, uh, just can't sleep because of the negative thoughts that they're having. Uh, so these things, when you possibly see a loved one or those in your community that may be impacted by this, you know, like I said, there are several different steps we can take. You know, we can try to sit down with them how, and, and, and see where they are. Um, but ultimately, uh, if you feel like you don't have the skill set, I always say, listen, I think it's better safe than sorry. So possibly um, you may want to utilize uh, either the non-emergency hotline for a Baker Act and or suicide prevention hotline with that individual. Really quick. What is a Baker Act? So a Baker Act is a process where if someone who's feel like they're in harm to themselves or those around them, um, instead of uh, putting them in jail, we is assess a 72-hour hold in a uh, qualified facility to help them get back to a healthy baseline of functionality. Um, so pretty much it's a facility that they are going to be uh, mandated to for 48 to 72 hours to ensure that they are receiving the proper care they need to help them get to a, a healthy baseline and uh, refrain from those suicidal thoughts or if they're thinking about harming others. All righty. And our last question today, is there anything you would like to say to someone out there who is battling suicide, um, suicidal thoughts, or possibly even someone who has lost a loved one to suicide? Yeah, so for those who are battling suicidal thoughts, you know, I tell people sometimes we try to utilize permanent solutions for temporary issues. Um, ultimately, uh, understand that this day that you may be feeling as if, you know, there's no need to carry on, as if that, you know, you're, you're worthless and you may have all these thoughts because inside our, inside our internal dialogue, nobody else gets to hear it. But oftentimes we're beating ourselves up more than uh, anything else in this world. We're part of our own worst innings in our own uh, internal dialogue. I want to tell you that you are worth it. You are someone who's worthy of staying and being here on this earth. You are worthy of the assistance to get you to move past that. You are worthy for you are worthy for your families and friends to to still have an opportunity to have build a life with you. You know, so I, I would say definitely ensure if you are feeling that way, please reach out for assistance. You know, reach out once again. You have a suicide prevention hotline or find a mental health professional in your area. Um, once again, if you're looking for a mental health professional in your area, find individuals who are well-informed or, or are well, uh, well-informed about these modalities. Once again, there are DBT or dialectical behavior therapy, uh, CT, uh, which is cognitive therapy for suicide prevention, or brief CBT, which is brief cognitive behavior therapy. So once again, I want you to know that you are worthy. Thank you. Thank you uh, for joining my podcast today. Man, that's a lot of great information. Um, where can you be reached and what's your social media? Where can everybody find you? Definitely. So I can be reached. Uh, you can find me on uh, at 
www.keycounselingsolutions.com. That's the uh, link, the, the website to my private practice. Or if you would like to receive uh, possibly free counseling services that we offer here uh, through our nonprofit, you can go to no limit, N-O-L-I-M-I-T, empowerment.org. So that's no limit, empowerment, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T.org. And also on social media, you can find me on Instagram as djuggernaut underscore therapist. That is djuggernaut underscore therapist on Instagram, on LinkedIn, Facebook. You can find me as Pernell Bush. And please uh, don't hesitate to reach out. All right, Mr. Pernell Bush, I appreciate you. You have a blessed day. Likewise, thank you for having me on. Look, daily talks, hit a man with a plan on the man. Put yourself first, man. This might be your only chance. Listen up, it's a real big brand. Now anchor in, yeah.